So, all you scared to death, Negro. Shit falling off. One, two, three. Ladies and gentlemen, fuck it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Thelonious Strong Podcast. I go by the name of Priest Jacobs. We're here with. That's when you're supposed to say your name. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just wanted you to say that again. <laughs> Infidel Castro X. Hi. Dre Lopez. All that good shit. What up, gangster? What up, man? Yo. Yeah. How, how, how has it been these last few days, right? Like, like what, what what do you think we're going to call this episode? Oh, man, this is a Tenderoni episode, the Tenderona, <laughs> yeah. as, as we are, are drinking yeah. Coronas right now because because right. we're Rudy Gobert's and we're making fun of this shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's just scary, man. But, like, if 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 everything was to fault the ship because of all of this, man, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the type of dude that I'd rather fucking go down laughing anyway. You know Word. I mean? Well... Well, we're sponsored by Mobile Soul Clothing. Go to mobilesoul.bitcartel.com. It's a code Negro. Save 10%. Also, we're sponsored by Down East Records. Go to downeastrecords.com or Down East Records on all of the social media platforms. Intercode Negro. Now. Now. Back to the shits. The shits. So, Rudy Gobert was uh, the first NBA player that was um, seen to have uh, caught this virus. Right, right, right. And they started showing footage of him a couple of nights before. Kind of oh, treating man. it lightly, like he's like rubbing all the microphones in yep. the, the after game interviews. You you know you know he probably did. You know he wiped his nuts on something. You know like when he was in the locker room, he he, yeah. he trying to be funny. He put somebody's shirt on his nuts or something, trying to be hilarious. Like just standing up, he could put his nuts on the back of Donovan Mitchell's head. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's probably what he did that's because exactly Donovan Mitchell uh, caught it too. Yep. So, but yo, at least yeah. at least the the thing I saw was that like. Nobody else had tested positive for it. Yeah, but I don't know. On, on the Jazz. Well, I don't know how long it takes for there to be symptoms because they played three teams in the past few days. Yeah. You know, they played your Knickerbockers. They played they the did. Raptors. Of they course, played the Pistons. Of course they played the Knicks. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so Dolan was just catching a call uh, today. Being like, look, James Dolan, you have to sell the team. Yo, so another thing that I read yesterday was uh, before before they, they decide to suspend the, the season. Mm-hmm. The Knicks were one of like three teams mm. out of the you know twenty something thirty something teams that were still just like nah nah we're gonna keep playing games Jesus like and a lot of it has to do because MSG's stock is dropping like crazy because of the virus Ugh. you know what I'm saying so Dolan piece of shit gives no fucks he's just like nah we gotta keep doing this because we gotta keep making dope well this is the other thing too it's like we're we're like earlier today before um before this game started like the the ncaa was gonna play a college game with nobody in the studio or right. nobody in the stadium right and it looked weird it felt wrong especially when you know the nba has actual players being played when the NCAA tries to pretend as if they give a fuck about these kids to try right. to push it on unpaid labor and you're going to try to, like, expose this to something to possibly get us sick. Yeah. I think 20 minutes into them trying to get the game started, they canceled it because the optics of it look really, really bad. But let's just let's be clear. They shouldn't be applauded for canceling when it felt like they canceled as a last resort. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I understand the idea of... 
not panicking and trying to figure out, you know, this is a brand new situation for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to figure it out on the fly. So in general, I'm going to, you know, from my end, I'm going to think of this in a benefit of the doubt sort of thing. Now, with the NCAA, who's notorious to consistently just take advantage of his players, mm-hmm. of these kids mm-hmm. that are amateur, they're not professional making money, mm-hmm. you know, it's difficult to even give them that benefit of the doubt. You know, on a, on a selfish level, I was, you know, between the NF, uh, excuse me, the NBA and, and the March Madness tournament, I was actually looking forward to seeing games played with no fans. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? I, but that yeah. has nothing to do with the actual bottom line of, like, this shit is spreading, uh, and it's a lot more serious than what a lot of people are giving the credit for. And the only real thing to do is to cancel everything so that there's no mass gatherings of people, man. Well, yeah, that makes sense because um, even when they were talking about playing the games without people being in there, there was this thought that it may have great ratings just for the curiosity factor. Curiosity factor, and also you got to think of the, the 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 fact that like a the people that normally will go to the games are not going to be allowed. Mm-hmm. B there's a shit ton of people that are not going to go out at all. Mm-hmm. They're going to stay in. So there was a lot of speculation that TV numbers were going to be way higher mm-hmm. because of that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they, they still could have won something within that. Um, you know, for me, it was definitely the novelty factor because I'm just like, yo, this is like going to like an empty gym and watching people play. But, yeah. But these are like, you know, really good players. So... I wanted to see that, but you know, with everything starting to get affected, man, it's like you you can't you can't take that chance. Well, let's get to the real shits. We was talking about this before we got started, and I think I found my piece with something. We're we're going. <laughs> All right, okay, yeah, we're going to the somewhat, real shit. It's okay. somewhat related because you know people you know people are dying. Shout out to Tom Hanks who him and his wife were um yeah were diagnosed yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's I crazy. think that's when it became real to a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. It, it 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 always has to hit a fucking celebrity for people to feel like oh shit now it might affect me. Yeah, I mean mo- it's motherfucking so Mr. Dumb. Rogers. The other thing too is like let's let's be clear. It it's not the fact that he was diagnosed with it. It's the fact that he's able to be diagnosed, which means that he was able to get the testing. And so there was something that I read that said that if you don't have insurance, mm. um, the testing would be like five hundred to like a thousand dollars. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Yes. Like like there were I think the the first numbers that I was hearing was like over two thousand dollars to fucking run this test. You know? Yeah. And and the fact that this thing is supposed to be um a pandemic and epidemic mm-hmm. where it's gonna affect like an increasing number of people around the world, how the fuck is this not going to be free? Well, that's the other you know thing, what I'm too. Saying? That's the other These thing, These motherfuckers are still trying to make money within uh, this type of, like, yes. tra- like you know, nearing tragedy sort of uh, scenario. Well, the other thing, too, is that when we started hearing those early numbers, when they sounded really, really low, right. it was really misleading to put out to the public to say, oh, we only have this slow number of cases, which is misleading because if people don't have the resources to be tested, how the fuck do you know the numbers right. are higher? Right. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. that's the shit that that happened in Italy where the numbers can just look like they jump like a motherfucker. And it's not like they automatically just increase uh, expeditiously. But... It was that, hey, you know, after we got this testing done, oh, shit, there's a lot more people with this than we yeah, think. Man. I heard yeah. something today that said that they suspect, nigga, they said that they suspect if we get to the point where they think it will go, 
um, anywhere between 50 to 120 million people get in the United States, which means that one in every three wow. citizens are probably going to get this. Wow. Well, I guess in this room, since there's only two people, that third person ain't here, right? Whoever the third person to come in here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, keep them out. Keep them out. Which goes back to what I was going to say before, because, you know, when you start thinking about getting sick and this and this and that, you right. know, things start like running in your head like, wow, you know. What if I met an early demise and blah 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 blah? Sure, and like sure, sure. I want kids and marriage, and I just come to the conclusion I don't think I'm gonna get either one. I think I'm gonna die alone. Yeah, you think Corona's gonna take you? I don't know if Corona's gonna take me, but you think the Corona in your hand is gonna take you? Uh, that probably be happening sooner, and I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm stuttering already. But now, nah, like now, nah, I was like, I don't know if it's is it good or bad if somebody comes to the conclusion like you know what. I'm never gonna lose the forty pounds. I'm just gonna buy bigger clothes. Like, is that think, is that is that giving up, or is that acceptance? Like, whoa, like that's a thin line. You know what I mean? Like, is is you know, is it? How do you look at that? I think, it, in my opinion, I think it all it like context matters. Like, mm-hmm. when is it that that sort of feeling, that sort of thought hits you? Right. Mm-hmm. I think if it hits you in the midst of bad times, then. I think it's common for people to feel like the bottom's falling out. You know what I'm saying? So, like, everything feels bad. So, you're just like, yo, the worst thing is going to happen. And you, you, you feel like you're just accepting what the reality of life is handing you. Yeah. But if you, you know, if you're going through, through a bunch of different things that may not be as bad that are positive and you still reach that, that sort of conclusion... You know, yeah. maybe that has a bit more to do with acceptance because at least at that moment you're gonna have <laughs> clarity. What you know what I'm saying? I, I guess I guess that's funny because it's like you know, um, you know the thought. It's like yeah, I'm gonna die alone. Like yeah, it hits you when you think about Corona and and you be right. wanting. Like I think like Netflix is gonna make a lot of money because niggas are gonna stay home. Oh, yeah. So like niggas gonna be like, baby, come over here. We yep. don't have to go to the club. You a know? lot of babies are gonna be fucking born out of this, uh, which is hilarious because yo. then you're gonna take them to the hospital for the sick people to give them birth. But you know. You know, you feel lonely and shit. Like, damn, man. You know, if there was a zombie apocalypse, I don't want to be in here by myself. But, but there's moments where I'm like in <laughs> in Publix, you know, right. buying like soy milk, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna die alone. <laughs> <Right>? like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you. And I think about it from the perspective of, you know, I want kids and shit like that. But it's just like, damn, like I'm in my mid thirties, right? So it's like. I don't want to be like the old, old dad. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, it's late for that. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Maybe so. I mean, you know, that I, when, I, when I was a kid, one of, the, one of the couple of times that I thought like, yo, maybe maybe at some point I'll have kids, something like that. That was the one thing that I always told myself. I don't want to be the old dad. Mm-hmm. I want to be young enough to, to have children and still be able to run around with them and, and do everything without any sort of like physical problems you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. anything that holds me back from that but that shit fucking sailed i'm going to be an old dad if i ever was to pop a kid you know what i'm saying and you know i hate to tell you but you're there too my friend i mean i don't know it's like it's like i don't think i'm old when i see like celebrities my age but but they look like young 30 somethings because they right. have great nutrition and shit like that right you know what i mean right, right. it's like you know, Brad Pitt is like fifty five, but he looks like he looks awesome. You know what I mean? Right. So he doesn't seem old, but then like you know, yeah. But you know, like 
like how how we it's exactly what you said. They have all of these things that they could use to their advantage. You know what I'm saying? Nutritionists and, and, and trainers and 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 you know, new meds and whatever shit comes out, like they're they're on the on the tippy of that. But you know like, what? You know, like we, we have no business fucking comparing ourselves to to those people. Those people don't represent like the rest of us. So you're saying that me and Brad Pitt don't have something in common? Probably not. But I think like there should be like a um I mean, both uh, of y'all about the same complexion. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be like a dating site, like instead of like Tinder and like, you know, uh, Match.com. It should just be like, and it'd be kind of a play on words, like a dating site, just called Fuck It, you know? Fuck It. You yeah. Know, whereas it's like for people that have just mutually given up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, like, I, I, that's, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be the most honest yeah. fucking dating app. And a lot of connections will, would actually happen. Yeah, because I think I think most people feel that way. And it should be like you know when someone's like choosing your picture, and they, instead of like a check or like an X or a heart or whatever, when you like somebody, it should just be people putting their hands up like, meh, fuck it. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, yeah, like every picture you post should be like the worst that you look. That that's the I yo like, like you're hungover waking yo. up. You know what I'm saying? That'll be dope because it'll be like, yo, if you see me at my worst and you still right. like, you know what? Let me right. try this out. Right. I'm, I feel great. Right. I'm like, yo, bitch, I'm never gonna look this bad. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like that's me at my worst. And then like let's say you, you know, whatever the system they develop, you start connecting and shit. Mm. And then it's like You've earned three credits, and three credits gets you a good picture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And as you move forward, you're actually just focusing Yo, on getting to know the person. Because ladies, you know, they post a picture up with the, the wigs off and the eyebrows not on and, right. and all that shit. Like, yo. Yeah. That'd be great. Like, okay. fake butt cheeks on the ground and shit, you know? Speaking of, like, makeup and chicks, man, it's like, I saw this this post where it's like, Showing people that are makeup whizzes, and it's like uh-huh. they be showing like women with their makeup on, and then showing it with them off. There's also this post that like the complex did years ago, where it's like your favorite porn stars with them without with them without makeup. Have you seen that? Uh, no, not this specific thing, but I've seen a couple of. Yeah, it, it's fascinating. But there was one of these people that out of all the the makeup artists in in virtuosos, there was like this dude uh-huh. that it's like a picture of him as a guy. Then when he puts the makeup on, this nigga look like Kim Kardashian. It is Word. the scariest shit I've ever seen. In my I don't, life. I don't doubt it, man. I mean, like I have seen, you know, between yeah, just performers of all different kinds, man, where they can literally just with makeup transform to look like somebody entirely different. Like, what's like, the what's the men's version of makeup? Like if women they they have makeup to make them look different when you meet them to enhance how they look. What do we do? Haircuts. Yeah, haircuts and you know. Facial sort of, uh, you know, if you have facial hair and shit like that. <laughs> Jordans. <laughs> Niggas be like, you wear your makeup, I'm going to wear these nice shoes. I mean, you know, I think dudes definitely have their own ways of being superficial as fuck. You know what I mean? If if this is what we're talking about comparing, you know, it's not going to be the same thing as like, uh, as as makeup, but outfits and, and shoes and, mm-hmm. and hair and all that shit, jewelry, you know what I mean? Like, all that type of shit, I think, is where a lot of dudes feel like they step out. And they're good to go, but without it, the same as some women without makeup, they're like, nah, I can't do that. Well, I don't feel myself. What are you superficial about? Have you have you seen me? <laughs> <laughs> so um, apparently nothing. Nah, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I do remember 
I remember when I was a kid, like I, I gave a shit about the idea of looking well put together. Mm-hmm. I've always loved fashion, right? Yeah. So if it's a matter of like you know I got a little bit of dough and I can I can buy you know like shit to me to look to look right, I know how to do that, and and I think that there's there's value within that. But you know, it's not like you always got the the budget for it. So some days you just whatever, man. You don't give a fuck about it. Um, but I do look back, and um, I was a lot more focused on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was about the be- uh, beard being trimmed and and the hair looking clean, and and the clothes had to be right, and the, and the sh- and the sneakers had to be clean, and you know, I stopped giving a fuck about it a, a while ago. I think I I think I'm going down that slope right now. I need to catch myself because like when I was in San Francisco, I was out there for a week, and after like the third or fourth day. <laughs> I called up with my homegirl. She looked at me and she was just like, yo, do you have any other kind of pants that aren't sweatpants? Duh. Yo. You and your fucking sweatpants, man. But it wasn't, I don't know when this happened. It wasn't always the case. But you know how you were talking about just a few minutes ago about acceptance of, you know, Ooh. your downtroddenness? Yeah. Like, you, 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 I know it's been a lot of like joking and shit, mm-hmm. but you have come to, like, for a couple of years already, come to the acceptance of, it's just about sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm sad about it, dog, because like, I, I get excited about them. Like, I'll be in Target. Like, <laughs> I mean, they're comfortable. Yo, I, I know, but who like... Who doesn't want to fucking but, you know, be but, comfortable? But, you know, before, like, like, women will... They will exchange looking good for comfort, right? right. Like, it's not comfortable for women to walk in heels and... No, of course not. You know, Meg the Stallion be wearing makeup. It looked like she's uncomfortable to talk because she's afraid that she's going to fuck her eyelash up or something like that. Right. So, so, you know, women would trade that. I think a lot of men would trade that. A guy would be like, all right, I'm going to walk on some place. You know, I think I'm going to look good. You know, I'm going to suck my stomach in and wear this shirt, you know, blah, 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 and all this type of shit. And it's like, I'm just like, man, I, I don't know where it came from because it wasn't always that way. I used right. to I used to give a fuck. But, yo, I, 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 think, I think a lot of it does... At least in general, for myself and where what I've seen, man, I think a lot of people just you get older and you start getting tired of putting that much effort into shit like that. As life continues to happen, life yeah. la- life happens, and then it's just like, yo, there's real heavy shit that I gotta put actual energy into, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, your appearance on days that you're just fucking tired from just trying to fucking pay bills, it's not as important. I mean. You know what I'm saying? I I would go to <laughs> like I would go to like functions with sweatpants. I'm like, Neh. you know, yeah, that's different. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I don't know when it happened, but like I I I think we're having like a a breakthrough moment because I have conflicting theories, right? I'm like, oh, uh-huh. I want to get married and have kids one day, but I'm like, I just want to wear sweatpants. So, Are you wearing at least gray sweatpants? I have a co- yeah, I have some gray so, sweatpants. So so at least there could be like you know the the infamous dick print. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The dicky pretty. pretty. That, you know, any any time the subject of gray sweatpants comes up, you know, like any 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 which is a lot of the ladies that know about this shit is always just like, all right, all right. And it's that it's 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 that look that it's like this is a welcome subject. You know what I'm saying? So okay. So I have like a few pairs of gray sweatpants. Last time I went to Target, I got some red sweatpants. They weren't sell for seven dollars and sixty-eight cents. And they're the same color as my red Jordan ones. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna wear these together." But Not here's the, thing. the same dick print, bro. But, but, but here's the thing that I realized though too is that 
niggas be doing shit that they think is gonna impress women and they do a bunch of shit that women don't give a fuck about. So right. it's like for me to be like, oh, I'm gonna wear a pair of jades with this. Women don't give a fuck. No. Like chicks don't care. I think I think, you know, does it look like you comb your hair? Does it look like you fucking trim your beard? And do you smell good? A pro- and, and, and do, you, do, that, do your teeth the- look right? And do you not have like fucked up breath? All right, so I think I, so, those are okay. always some I, of the things I, that matter first. I brush my teeth. I'm, I'm a stickler for that, and I'm a stickler for cologne. Like so, so those are my things. But I'd be feeling like it doesn't match. I'd be like, oh, but do you shower? <sighs> what day, what just, day is if it? If you just trying to, <laughs> if you just trying to cover up that <sighs> that stink. You know what I'm saying? With with this the cologne on. That stank. You know what I mean? Where it where literally you could smell both things well, mixing too hard. I, I, I have to shower every day because, you know, you know, when you use coconut oil for that personal time. Coconut. Coconut. Like like when you use coconut oil, you right. can't just be like, all right, I'm gonna rub one out with coconut oil, put my pants on and go back to what I was doing. You're gonna start funking up because like coconut oil <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's very pungent and stings the nostrils. If you start like going out and out and about in the field, you know, without cleaning off, and it's slippery as fuck. So you know, you don't want your 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 dick of this the dickies like sliding all over the place. You know, when you're at work <laughs> at the grocery store bringing up people's orders. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't know why I'm in my head working at Food Line. I don't know either. <laughs> I mean, your your life is sliding. <laughs> yeah, it's going downhill. <laughs> like, I think I think that breakthrough about the fucking sweatpants is just like putting your mind in a spiral. That's where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a, uh, a food line. Hey, uh. no disrespect to it. You know what I'm saying? People do it, and that's what you want to do. That's what it is. Well, see, like working at Food Line, there's nothing wrong with that. But nobody says I have a dream. I want to work at Food Line. Like those, that's the difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like Food Line is isn't usually the last place people go. It's basically, all right, this is the first job, or if it's like a, yeah. a extra job to get some money, you know? Yeah, yeah. One of my first jobs was at a grocery store. Oh, where? Um, it was a Bilo. Ah, I got fired. I was about to say, did you get fired? <laughs> did you quit? That's that's a story. Nah, I got What's fired, a, what happened? What happened? What did you do? What did you do? Um, a handful of my first jobs. I got fired from because I always um I was insubordinate. I would always like mm. talk shit back to the bosses whenever I felt like they were abusing their power. Okay. They say, Hey Dre, how you doing? Fuck you. <laughs> Close. I mean, okay. you know, I, I was a kid, so my fuse was a lot shorter mm-hmm. and um I was quick to say what was on my mind and yeah, for sure I, I lost I, f- I got fired from a few jobs because of that shit, and Bilo was one of them. All right, so what's, what's one of the other jobs you got fired? What's what's the most ridiculous story? The most ridiculous story for getting fired? Um, I don't know. Let me see. The first one that comes to mind was uh, at a movie theater that um, the, the 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 main manager he very much took advantage of. Like you know, he was this pretty boy white guy. Always was fucking. Rapping to the young chicks that he hired, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about like teenagers. You know what I mean? What's this at Polo Row? What was this? I don't. Um, no, it wasn't that. Okay, but like he would take advantage of that shit, and 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 for fact, this dude was fucking one or, or two of these teenage girls, and he was like in his like mid to late twenties. So he did that, and he was just smarmy as fuck, and he had an assistant manager. Who was more or less the black version of him? Oh boy! And they were just like, they were tight, 
and they would just do everything and cover up for each other, blah, blah, blah. So then one day I, I went in for, um, on an off day, I went in to catch a, a, a brand new movie that had come out. And um, this, the assistant manager more or less like started giving me shit because he was like, nah, this just came out, you can't go see it. So I lost my shit on him because I thought that he was trying to like show out. I was there with, with a couple of friends, so I thought he was trying to like show me out. And um, yeah, I just, uh, I went off on the fact that that he was the the main manager's like do boy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was just like, what did you say to me? So then I, I repeated exactly what I said to him. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't expecting that. So then, yeah, we had to be separated. And then, like, whatever cops that were there, he had them, like, escort me off the property. And, you know, of course, I got fired after that. What movie was it? Uh, man, it was, I think it was a Star Trek movie. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Pornhub is giving away free premium access to Italy during the coronavirus quarantine. I mean, hey. that's that's some of the best humanitarian Yo, news I've, I've heard all day. How's your Italian, brother? Yo, did you hear like about a couple weeks ago, this hacker went in and basically released a, a document, like a Word document or something, like a, what do you call it, Excel sheet, uh-huh. of all the porn chicks that have like for only fans only accounts, uh-huh. all of the passwords to get Word. It. Dog. Word. Yeah, I think it back to that. Why 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 has that dude not received a medal? Medal of honor. Yeah, take that shit away from motherfucking Rush Limbaugh and yeah. give it to this guy. Yeah. Fucking Rush Limbaugh. Uh, Piece of shit. Don't get me started. Um, let's see what other stories is out here. Of course I would see the porn one. Um Yo, while you looking at that, like that you know, you bringing up Limbaugh makes me think of um there's been several memes popping up throughout the day mm-hmm. about the coronavirus and how more or less you know, this thing kills or has a higher chance of killing somebody after like 50 years old and up. Mm-hmm. So a couple of memes I've seen today of like, well, these horrible boomers are the ones that are going to oh, fucking Lord. die. You know, so this yeah. is the silver lining. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Have you seen the uh, Oprah's bank account video? No, nah, man, not yet. Have you heard about it? I know it's a little Drake and is Lil Yachty the baby. Well, the baby. I'm gonna pause it so you can see it. We'll be right back. Let's go. All right, we just watched the video. We did. Oh, hold on. All right, we just watched the video. Yes, we did. What are your thoughts? Uh, that was funny as shit. I had no idea exactly what it was. I mean, obviously, it was supposed to be some parody or something just from the trailer or clip that I had seen, but. That was actually pretty fucking funny. I like I like little Yachty a little more after that. So let's talk about the baby who's in the song. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> you saw the footage of him slapping the shit. Yo, I did. Like, I mean, I first read the headline that said he slapped the shit out of um a woman that was trying to take a picture of him or something. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw the video, I was just like, yo, this dude like that looked more like he swung, swung. Yeah. Like cocked a punch against this person. Yes. Yeah, so then um, I saw that, and then I saw his apology, and then the latest thing I saw was um, where, you know, of course, TMZ is all in the middle of this shit, so they, they talked to the the woman that, mm-hmm. he, that he slapped, mm-hmm. and um, she doesn't uh, accept the apology because 
apparently, you know, because he wasn't taking it serious. And I'm like, you know, what the fuck is this bullshit? Yeah. But then I saw that he made a, a video with Michael Clarkson. No, no, no. Michael Blackson posted a video and he reposted it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. then it was just like, ah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine being that dude's lawyer because it looks like he gets into some shit once a month. I mean. Ever since I heard of him, man, he he is getting into shit constantly. You heard like when he before he blew up about the person he killed at Walmart. He killed yeah, at Walmart. He, sh- he killed somebody at a Walmart. Yeah, nah, I saw him. Somebody, I saw a video that he he whooped a dude's ass and like. Well, he was in some a big store, Louis Vuitton store, in, right. in the mall in Charlotte. That's it. Yeah, and this dude was yeah. trying to call him out and talk shit to him, and he actually whooped his ass. Well, I have a few thoughts on that because it's like. He got he got the video on, and when he flipped it over, the guys on the ground. This maybe he had his guys jump him because these guys are tiny motherfuckers. I, aside from that, you know, he was going to get he was somebody trying to rob him at a Walmart, uh-huh. and he shot the guy, and it was like self defense, so he killed Word. the guy. So no, I didn't know that. So he got that shit deep in his brain. So like anytime something pop off, you know, he goes he, he says like you know I ain't gonna be disrespected by nobody. I get it, but it's like at the same time, dog. This is what you have security for, and his security yeah, guard. His security guard knocked a woman out a couple of months ago. Word, yeah. Oh, th- like yeah. Same thing. They had a concert. Somebody touch him. Security guard. I'm like, bam, like big ass dude. And it's just like, why? Like this is the thing about it, right? It's like he can say, hey, you know, if somebody's trying to touch me, we're in a big crowd. I don't know if it's a man or a woman. The person could have a weapon. Whatever the case may be. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll walk there with you on it, but my question would be: You're not the only big rapper out there. No. Why is why is this shit only happening to you? Right. Yeah. I mean, think about it like this: In our lifetime, uh-huh. I don't think there was anybody more famous than Michael Jackson. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably yeah. Like dog, I remember when HBO had his concert. He'll touch a bitch and they would faint. Yeah. These niggas ain't doing that. No, no. no it's, so, it's definitely not the same scale. So my thing is, I've never heard anything like that at an MJ show. Never heard anything like that at a Beyonce show. Never heard anything like that at a Drake show. Never heard. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like, so my theory on all this is, I think that whoever your security is, you've outgrown them. Or, or maybe for the sake of like street cred. He's just like, do what you gotta do. Well, that's but that's and, the thing. Know, we'll, we'll pay, we'll pay whatever, cause cause he's okay with that publicity. But my thing is this: is that you gonna hurt? Like at some point in time, you are gonna hurt the wrong person, getting the wrong, you know, the wrong lawsuit. Because let's, let's be honest: if you're rich, you're not gonna stay rich by keep paying out motherfuckers for cases or whatever. So what I'm saying is, either his security, he outgrew his security, or he's outgrown. The way he's handling his business. You ever seen Almost Famous? Yeah. Like, there was a part in the movie that was really, really kind of interesting where it was like the band, it's like this band, they're, they're, they're on a major label, but they're not really, really huge. But they come out with a song and this new album, and they're getting to that next level. And their manager basically is like, look, I'm y'all's manager. But if there's an opportunity that comes up from the band, I got to bring it to you. So the label sends another manager, which was played by Jimmy Fallon. And mm-hmm. it was supposed to be like the label is basically like, yo, you, the manager that you guys had, he's been good up to this point. 
But now that y'all are about to start doing arenas and shit like that, right. y'all have a totally different set of things that y'all are going to need. Right. You know? Right. And I think that somebody like the baby, that's what's going on with him. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like. I mean, he did he he did blow up like mad fast. Yeah, I mean, you're doing songs with Drake, so right. you know you you selling out arenas now. Like stuff just has to change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, so my so my thing is, even if even if your security wilds out, he doesn't need to be the person to touch anybody because that's the money, and there needs to be people in his corner. If he's the breadwinner for the crew, that should be the last person that touch somebody. I agree with that. I agree with that, but I, I don't know. I just, I think all your points are right that he's he's outgrown whatever setup he first had. But I also think that, you know, and I'm not saying it's, it's the right idea, but I think that he's okay with all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, even if he has... Oh, he seems okay with it. Even if yeah. he has the power to, to switch up and, 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 and you know, evolve his, his team or whatever... I think that he still would be like, nah, like, do what you got to do. If you got to rock somebody in the face, like, go ahead. Because mm-hmm. it continues to create these these headlines. And as long as he has money, he has lawyers, he could get out of it, he could pay people off, that's that. So as as a rapper, I, in some ways, that, that shit makes... It keeps your name in, on the on the websites. It keeps your name everywhere, man. So then it's just... It's, it adds numbers to... To the music and the money. I don't yeah, know. Man. I guess like all all press ain't good press. I, I try to stay away from some of that shit. Um, I saw this documentary the, um, the other night. Mm. It was called um, The Lady Trojans, I think, something like that. Okay. Um, it's uh-huh. about... I haven't heard of that. It, it's about the USC college women's team when Cheryl Miller was on the squad. Oh, wow. Okay. The documentary is pretty dope. Right. and And I didn't realize... How fucking amazing Cheryl Miller was. She was dope, man. There was like a high school game. She scored like a hundred five points, some shit like that. Wow. Yeah. Like I remember I remember whenever she was she was playing and this was, you know, around like right after or around the same time as, as Reggie Miller. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a couple of times that it was brought up like that Cheryl might actually be the better player. In he, the family. Yeah, he said that. He said that she's a better player than him. Yeah. Right. Right. You yeah. know, and I was never a big fan of, of Reggie Miller as I, a Knicks I, fan. I was about to say I wonder why. <laughs> as a Knicks fan. Um, but that dude that dude was the first version of these like cold blooded like shooters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that's killed me about him, he just he just always looked mad skinny. He, yeah, Yo, I mean, yeah, he looked just so tiny. It was the weirdest shit ever. He was tall as fuck, man. Wasn't he like six ten? Was he? Hold on, a six second. eight. Hey Google, how tall is Reggie Miller? Reggie Miller is six feet seven inches tall. Okay, I think Cheryl's like six two, six three. Yeah. Right. So, oh, it says right Starbucks might limit coffee runs to drive drive through amid coronavirus scare. Wow. Ooh. Rudy Gobert apologizes <laughs> for yeah. coronavirus exposure. Yeah, right. I now. was careless. Yeah, you fucking were. Wow. Let's see. Let me see if there's any other updates on this. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, we got an Olympics that's supposed to be coming up. 
What's the latest big thing that has been shut down? Or who's the latest like hockey's been shut big down? Big name that got um got See, infected. So that's the thing too. They say it take a little while for for um the test to show. Ugh, this whole thing is a mess, man. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. I mean, I think it's I think it incubates for about like 11 days or something. So it could be between 5 to 11 days before you start showing any symptoms. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you don't even have symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on surfaces, I think it could still live for three days. Really? Yeah. Because, you know, some germs, like stuff in our atmosphere just kills them within a few hours, within a day. But this one actually will stay on surfaces for around three days. And, yo, what is up with everybody buying all the toilet paper? I mean, you know, I guess people's biggest fear is, like, not having a place to shit, but I guess this is kind of a campaign for people to get motherfucking bidets out of this bitch. Duh. I mean, I get the idea. You feel like you're going to be stuck somewhere, so you're trying to prep up because you're stuck at home. You got to take shits. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, Really? Like, you're going to fucking buy all of it? Somebody put up a post where, I don't know, I think it was at a Walgreens or a um, pharmacy, something like that. They were selling, they were gouging, obviously, but they were selling uh, packs of toilet paper for like $17, $18. Well, you know, last week on um, Amazon, they were like jacking up prices for like hand sanitizer and shit. Yeah, I saw just, that. Yeah, just ridiculous. So, Yo, there was a little dude I read today, um, I, I, either middle school or elementary, mm-hmm. where they suspended him. For cause, what? Because <laughs> he was charging kids for uh, squirts of hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, I mean, that's... That's a little entrepreneur. I mean, I imagine there's going to be tons of people that's going to go to the, you know, the stock broker. If these stocks start going down, you know, 2,000 points, they're like, yo, buy some shit. You know what I mean? So, like, oh, yeah. there's always going to be somebody that's going to benefit or profit out of a panic or out of a, you know, some type of crisis. So, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. Like, the decision was made for me. Because I was supposed to be DJing somewhere tomorrow. And right. it sucks I'm losing that money. But right. I, I, I texted a, a doctor friend of mine and I said to her, I was like, look, I'm supposed to be DJing this event tomorrow. It's probably going to be about 1,000 people. Should I go? And she told me this. And she said, well, if you go, she said, don't don't talk. She said, if you go in, play and get the fuck out, you know, don't touch nobody's hands and make sure that you tell the venue to tell the fans we're not taking no requests because niggas be trying to come up on right, stage right, and be like, lean over and fucking like hey, buddy, spritz you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I and I work retail, man. Like, I work retail at right. a record store. So it's like, you know, I'm going to have to be an asshole about this shit because people, that's a place where we're in the heart of five points where everything right. and everybody is out there. Yep. And Lord Jesus, I'm so happy that they canceled the St. Patrick's Festival here. Lord Jesus. Yeah, man. That, uh, that was a big one. That, that was probably the the first one that I thought locally would, like, should have just been canceled right away. They yeah. tried to keep it going, yeah. but I know the mayor was just like, yo, you should you should really consider shutting well, it down. he needs to be on record saying, hey, you know, I don't make the decisions for this because they have a five points association and all this other stuff. But he needs to be on record saying, like, yo, nah. You know, right. so if anything pops off, he can be able to say, I was the voice that said not to do this. Right. But 
I was a little disappointed because, you know, the St. Paddy's Festival, it's like 20,000, 30,000 people. Yeah. And it's one of the biggest ones in the country. Well, and not only that, is that we got to think about what these St. Paddy's Festivals entail. They entail people getting drunk. They entail people being, you know, like loose with bodily fluids. You know, there's going to be drunk people in the area, in the neighborhood, throwing up. There's going to be people pissing. I know because I read the police reports for the paper. And so, for you know, when I was reading the the, the paper, it was talking about um, when they interviewed them, it was like, yo, Five Points Association, y'all still going to do it? It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna continue as planned. And they right. were like, what kind of precautions you guys make? Oh, we're going to have, you know, more hand sanitizing stations. And I'm right. like, nah, nigga. Nah, man. When you got 30,000 crazy-ass, yeah. drunk, green beer-ass white people throwing up, that's not enough. So, no. so the fact that, you know, I work in that neighborhood where they yeah. have that festival for that to be something taken off the table. I feel good about it. Yeah, no, I think it's yeah. I think it's great for, for the area, man. I'm nervous though. I hope they might cancel the um the South Carolina Press Association Awards. I was thinking about that too. Yeah, man. that's gonna be next weekend. I was thinking that's about that. That's gonna throw too. me off. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's several things that they're they're shutting down little by little, man. And I think within the next two to three weeks is gonna be Everything where people are just not going to do it. I need to find a doctor to interview them for the podcast just to talk to them and be like, hey, even if they're not like a virus expert, I would feel better hearing my information from a doctor than Donald Trump. Yo, fuck that. <laughs> thing, right. I think what everybody's waiting on with with um, with 45 is that uh, he supposedly was around yeah, he's on a plane. Like two yeah. people mm-hmm. that have confirmed uh, yeah. positive for it. Yeah. So I think everybody's just waiting to hear that, uh, you know, my man caught it. Like somebody, somebody, he came out on, you know, he did a press conference or some shit like yesterday or the day before. And all I saw online was just like, yo, yo, have you seen, have you seen how horrible he looks? <laughs> he looks sick. He looks sick, right? Like you guys, you guys see what I'm seeing, right? So I think everybody's hoping that, you know, dude catches it. You seen that post that I made today, uh, this flyer that somebody posted up? Uh, with the with the strip joint? Dog, oh, hold on. <laughs> Let me read this shit. I'm like, man. Yeah, there's been a couple of those. I hate everybody. This shit said, this shit said, Coronavirus Fridays, $5 <laughs> hand sanitizers, $5 Lysol wipes. Bro, yo. <laughs> oh I my posted, gosh. I put, I posted this one thing where it was, um, is this uh, online magazine thing, I think, out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And they did like a fake Google thing where it was just like asking Google, like, will Atlanta's, will the coronavirus virus shut down Atlanta strip joints? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the first comment, you know, whatever person put on it, they were just like, well, you could be sure at least the four stringers are going to be in there still. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, um, my friend posed a great question. He was saying that, you know, they're talking about the NBA season kind of being postponed for months, possibly. Right. So we don't know when it's going to come back, when the playoffs is going to happen, whatever. Right. My friend was just like, you know, ESPN, if y'all really and truly care about our suffering from no NBA and y'all worried about um, ratings, they should release the Michael Jordan documentary early. You've seen that 30 for 30 
um, commercial? I uh, no, I, I heard oh, about oh, it. Oh, hold on. Pause again. Hold on. Nigga, you got to see this. Oh, shit. I'm old, nigga. Yeah, we just watched the, the trailer to The Last Dance, the, the, the documentary about... The Bulls' final season. Yeah, with their second three-peat. I apologize for the erection, but that trailer is ridiculous. I'm looking away, you know. Yo, is the, is the mic that's, volume right that's, that's, that's on here? Hold on. Say something, ho. I am saying all of the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You sure? Yeah, all you're right. right. Oh. Try again. Okay, are we good? Is yeah, that better? Yeah, Looks yeah, a little fine. better? Yeah, you'll be fine. All right. We're doing a post. We yeah. did it on purpose to you know, take away from the conversation about your reaction. I'll never take that conversation Charlie away. Murphy. It enters the room. It is the room. But yeah. Yo, that shit look dope. That shit look amazing, man. That shit look really, really dope. I don't understand how, because we were just talking about it when we was watching the trailer. They were showing like a sneak peek where they were saying that, you know, Phil Jackson, they said that at the beginning of the season, that was going to be Phil Jackson's last year. And Jordan said... I'm not playing for anybody except Phil Jackson. Right. And for the and for the Bulls ownership to let that happen. Yeah, man. Is the dumbest shit. Yeah. I, I think as much as we talk about the six rings that Jordan and the Bulls got, there needs to be just as much attention on how the Bulls fuck that up. That like what what team doesn't go out of, of its way? to do everything possible to keep a dynasty going. Yeah. You know, you look at um you look at the Patriots. And the Patriots <sighs> the same thing. Have done what? What you mean? Um the fact that it's up in the air whether or not Tom Brady is going to stay with the team or not. But Brady is like at the end but of that's, his career. But that's not the issue because the issue is this. People thought it was a money thing. If uh-huh. Brady comes in there, because think about it like this. Dak is talking about pulling $33, 35000000 million a year, which is going to be up to par with, like, the quarterbacks in the league that are top tier. And I say top tier because, you know, Dak performed like that where he wins his division. That's what that's what quarterbacks are going to get now. They're going to get, like, 30-something a year. I think Brady's last but contract. Dak, Dak hasn't earned shit. Well, the point I'm saying is Dak's – I'm sorry, Brady's last contract, his last negotiation, he made twenty three million a year. That's nothing. No, Brady. Brady could arguably ask for forty million a year and get it based on what he's done. But Brady has always restructured his contract because before he made twenty three a year. And I think about this: before that, he was making like eighteen million a year, right? Which he was the seventeenth or eighteenth highest paid quarterback in the league, right? He made he he asked for twenty three because it was him. Um, fucking with uh, <laughs> the Falcons. <laughs> with the Falcons? Yeah, because they were up like 23 to something um, when oh, they came wow, back. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why? Yeah. But, but I say that to say, if, if Brady is not asking for more money like that, he's not going to fuck up, you know, their cap. What's, what I'm hearing is that all Brady wants is for Belichick to put his arm around him and be like, yo, we want you to come back. I appreciate you type of shit. And and what's the word on the block is like Belichick is just this stoic, I don't give a fuck kind of dude. But that's what he's always been. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I look at it where on this loyalty thing, that's what you would expect. Is it's is this like 
romantic thing of you know uh sunset and to to the to the career man but at the same time i'm, I'm also kind of like they gotta the team continues they gotta look to the future because brady is on his last legs he's still better than the average but he's still showing signs of like it like father time is hitting so what are you supposed to do keep him until he's completely shitty and not buy yourself time well, into looking for the for for the 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 next person to take over. Well, let's be honest, man. They were twelve and four this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they, you know, they did well. They did very well this year. So I don't think I don't think Brady is quote unquote falling off a cliff. I don't think he's top tier, but he's not asking for top tier money. You know what I mean? Like, like if he was going around, asking I think for I think what, he waited too long. To ask for for this, I think two years ago is when this shit was just like done. Like this, this is exactly what has to happen. But I think he waited when he's already on the downslope. So then, a lot of this shit, there, I, I don't, I don't see Belichick doing it. I don't see it either. I, I, but I do feel that you know, as much as people argue whether or not you know the dynasty is, it should be more attributed to Belichick than Brady. As much as I hate the Patriots. I don't think they could have done what they've done without Brady being so chill about his salary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Because he basically let them pay him peanuts in order to, like, have a team for him. And let's be honest, Belichick still didn't give him a good team. Like, like this past season, you know, they got Sanu, who wasn't shit. They tried to get A.B. for two minutes. Right. After that, they made no attempt to get anybody for, for Brady to throw the ball to. So right. I have some sympathy for that. But I, I would say this. I don't think he need to go anywhere else. I think he probably will. I think Tampa Bay is going to try to throw everything at him. I think Tampa's going to throw at him. I think the Chargers. I think the Raiders. Then we're here in Tennessee. Like There's going to be a lot of people. That's going to be trying to go to him. I don't think if Brady goes to another team, he has to go to another team thinking he can win a ring. Yeah. And that's where the Tennessee thing comes in because they were, you know, a game away from the Super Bowl, you know. So he's like, all right, that might make sense. But I don't know. If he doesn't think he can, he can, he can do it anymore, I'd just say he just retired. Now, the other thing, too, is, like, I think Belichick is pissed at Brady because Brady stepped in with Robert Kraft and got them to get rid of Garoppolo. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that that's the biggest um, wrench in that whole machine because, you know, one thing that I was talking that I was thinking about was, you know, Brady's still going to be a better option for the next year or two mm. while another quarterback is being developed. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, like, there's a, a, a massive shortage of actual talent at the quarterback position in the NFL. You know you know what they should do? What? I think the Patriots need to pick up Mariota. I think Mariota is cheap. You know, yeah. he, he got he got beat out by Tannehill right. at uh Tennessee. Right. I, I think I think Mariota's a good quarterback. I think the problem with Mariota is when He fell out though. Well this is why he fell out. When the first game of the season, he's amazing. Like any time or off of buys, he's amazing because the coach has time to prepare. He's a system quarterback. If he has to uh, do shit without being, you know, prepared by the coaching staff, he's not a very good improviser. Right. But 
if he has a coach that gives him, you know, structure, he's he's on point. If he can follow, if he can follow the plan. And I think Belichick, if he gets into a Belichick system and he doesn't have to think about shit, he just does the system, which right. basically is what Belichick wants people to do. Because, like, Brady don't scramble. Brady don't improvise. Brady just stand in one spot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and, and Mariota... That's not his game either. He don't need to be running out and throwing shit because he's not Patrick Mahomes. Like, right? I would imagine the play they they you know the amount of times they write up a play for Patrick Mahomes, and then when like a defender is trying to sack him, five seconds later the play just falls apart and he just makes something else happen. There's right. some quarterbacks that can do that. Mario right. can't do that. Right. And I think that that's the kind of quarterback that like Belichick wants. He wants somebody that's not prone to you know improvising. I think you can get Mario the dirty-ass cheap. The other quarterback that they're talking about is Bridgewater, but I think Bridgewater's going to ask for a lot of money. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I'm hearing that uh, Tampa Bay might get rid of Jameis Winston. Yeah, he's been um, – I think I think they've tried to make that make sense, try to make that work for as long as they could. And while he still has a little tiny bit of value just based on potential, they need to jump because every year that passes – the dude is just it's not just showing that he's not growing into the type of passer that they need, but he's showing that he's he's just not maturing at all. He's not he's not that dude. I mean, you know, that nigga was ESPN in it. That nigga had thirty for thirty. Right. Thirty touchdowns, thirty interceptions. Yep. Oh, oh did is your electronica just make a post? Is he finally dropping the fucking record? Yeah, he claims he is, and everybody yeah, else. Yeah, I is heard like, that he's supposed to, but you know. Yeah, everybody's saying it is. Well, it's been uh, what 10, 12 years of that shit. Uh, longer than that. Oh, I guess this is the artwork. He has artwork. I guess it's the artwork. Everything is written in Arabic. Okay. Yeah, I could barely see it. Yeah. That nigga, man. Is it on title already? Oh. He actually may have dropped it. I'm trying to see. I mean, who's it? Hmm? Who is still excited about that record dropping now? Like anybody that has loved them waiting on this, obviously he's gonna pay some form I know of he's attention. Be dope. Look, this nigga also check this out. This nigga dropped the track listing. The track listing is in Arabic. It's <laughs> like the track listing is here. Cool. Like that. Cool, cool, cool. Man, if you don't sit your ass down, I'm gonna listen to it. But goddamn, he's getting on my nerves. Just now, because he's know, been getting on my nerves for years, for years, yes. for years, for yeah. fucking years. And that's what I'm saying. At this point, is like, who gives a fuck, man? It I feels mean, like wasted fucking talent. I mean, I'm a hip hop dude, so you know we're corny ass niggas anyway. So I'm gonna listen to it, but you know, the thing that I don't want to have happen, I just want him to drop it. I don't want, I don't want there to be this whole big old thing for like, oh, 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 stopping time, oh, nigga, what, what's about to happen? You know what I mean? It's like, eh. what if it's trash? That's that's kind of the reason, right? It's like. It's like if you just release it and let the public speak on it, if it's dope, the public is going to do what it needs to do. We're going we're gonna to let people know it's dope. We're going to tell you it's dope. If it's not good and you bigged it up, then it's going to be like, damn, dog, we waited for that? Right. It's like it's like the girl that you had to crush on in high school. You was trying to get them draws for the longest, forever. Ever. 
forever. And then, like, when y'all finally 30-something years old and she got her fourth kid and <laughs> she finally let you get that yum-yum and you last two seconds, and she's like, uh-uh, what? You've been begging for this since the 2001. <laughs> you wrote in my yearbook in 2001 that you can't wait to get some of this nasty. And I finally gave you some 19 <laughs> years later. Like, bitch, this shit is 19 years too late. Shit. Yeah. You should have yeah. got me when I was a teenager. Yeah. You got more pumps. But yeah. More pumps. One more. Ah. This Corona is very delicious. Not it the is. virus, but this Corona. Yeah. 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 It's been a great Corona party. Um, here at Thelonious Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Coronius Drunk. As as we fucking, you know, commiserate and and talk to each other as if the end of the world's about to happen through this shit. I think it already happened, man. The end of the world. Oh uh, yeah, man. You think we're 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 past the end of days? I think that Or is this still reflections I, on I your think, sweatpants? I, I think the world that we know that we grew up on is going to drastically change and I think what's going to happen is everything's going to collapse and it's going to be some new shit I feel like the government is yeah. going to do that. like like we see the government it's just like we're just realizing that the two the two party system is not going to work anymore that's going to collapse when all the old boomers and shit die and all these old racist crackers that's in you know Congress and all that type of shit and you know when they all go out it's going to be a whole new different wave the majority of this country is going to be brown yeah, I mean that's that's what they're trying to impede. You know what I'm saying? All all this mixture is making them feel like, you know, the 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 white race is just not gonna exist as it's been and every it's and, literally and, nothing but brown. And they can't run away from it because by twenty twenty five the majority is gonna look beige. You know what I'm saying? The, the majority is gonna look uh, it, I mean know, this like is Zoe Kravitz. This is going to happen. Yeah. This is there's nothing that they can do about it. Yep. You know they're bitching and moaning, but there is no stopping this. This is this is just well, how the they, our world they're works. They're doing man. what they can do. They put people like Trump in office that that's going to really, really blatantly try to unapologetically protect you know the that old narrative. But yeah, I you know maybe maybe I shouldn't be thinking about babies. What the fuck I look like thinking about not pulling out and all this stuff going on, right? Just embrace the sweatpants and just you know. Yo, I thought we were making progress. We're back. Nah. See, this if, nothing if, the about world, this if the world is over, right? Over. I'm talking about like, you know, everything's going to collapse to where it's going to affect us as a human race, period. Mm-hmm. Not just a shift. Yes, mm-hmm. I do feel like our, our systems are falling apart and a lot of stuff is going to fall apart and then something new will happen. And then... You know, the next generations will continue forth, and that's humanity. That's just how it moves. But is it over? You know what I mean? Is it? Is it? Is it where you know, if it's not this coronavirus, you know, like things are just falling apart so bad to the point that like the human race is watching its last few days wither away before it's done. Well, I don't know. You know? If, I don't know if it's gonna That's be. That's an exaggeration right now, I, but for the I, sake of conversation, I do feel like the universe is just hating the NBA. Because if you think about this, <laughs> I mean, honestly, this has to be like the worst year for the, for the NBA because early on, they had that that big beef in China, right? Then right. then you had um, David Stern passed away, right? Then you had Kobe, right? Now you have this, right? And now we're shutting down the, the season. This is probably, as a commissioner, as far as a commissioner is concerned, yo, 
like <laughs> silver is like going through the ringer right now. Oh yeah, with all these things yeah. happening back to back to yep. back to back, and you know, so like. I think this is probably the most challenging year commissioner has ever had to deal with. Yeah. But you know what? I think he's he's handling it. You know what I'm saying? I think as best as possible. Yeah. I think that I think that um unless the economy, you know, collapses to a point that a lot of this stuff is just not gonna be able to to to, to, to flourish again, which I doubt, once it comes back, he's gonna have held the pieces in place enough to continue. Well, the other thing I heard that that is a really legitimate thing is the salary cap is going to be fucked up because the way that they budget the salary for the players uh-huh. is through a lot of game revenue. So a lot of that stuff was budgeted in. So when you have um, a canceling of a season, um, it might fuck up, you know, salary cap numbers and how you, you know construct what? the team. Fuck them though. I'm not going to feel sorry for a bunch of fucking multimillionaires. You know what I mean? Like they'll they'll deal with it. Well, fair enough, but there's and also then in a couple of years it'll pick right back up. To but there, it's but there's to be. also the you know the nine to fivers that work at the stadiums. So like, I mean, they're so, getting affected right now for yeah. sure. Yeah. So like, you know, Mark Cuban made a comment about like the the staff that works at the Maverick Stadium. Like, he's gonna make sure they get paid for the next four games. That was like the first thing he right. said. But there's no, I don't know if there's any backup plans for stuff like that. So I, you know? I saw that uh, Kevin Love is donating a hundred thousand dollars. Which is fine, but the owners need to do that. No, yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, I think, I think, I think I saw something um, that this this stoppage is supposed to go for, I think, thirty days. Mm-hmm. So they got to figure out a plan. You know what I'm saying to be able to get these hourly uh, people paid. But I I think that they will. You know, I think I think they'll figure something out, man. Not every owner is going to be on board, but the moment that several owners and organizations push forward. The other ones are gonna have to fall in line, otherwise they look like the fucking heels. Yeah. So it'll it'll happen, man. I mean, you know, uh, what was the other thing I saw that like the, I think the federal government is already like uh, putting money in to like help the banks and Wall Street and whatever already. Oh lord. Already, you know. Yo, what I mean? they be so fucking quick to help the banks out and shit, man. What well, something something that um. Like, the two people that I saw that posted this, you know, there was comments in there that was pretty much, you know, which I agree with this. There's a problem with, such a problem with socialism, Mm. except for when it comes to the rich. Yeah. Like, all of this is literally, like, let's take the money that (laughs) we have been putting into this fucking government just to give it to the rich, and that's okay. That's that's our capitalistic democracy. However, when we're talking about doing that to help poor people, disenfranchised people, whatever, people suffering. Nope. That's fucking socialism, and that's a fucking dirty word. Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, I thought I was going to feel better doing this podcast. I think I feel worse. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I, you, you needed to ride the wave of acceptance over, you know, having that, that epiphany of, like, yo, the sweatpants. That's got to switch up, and then well, you you were you were on the up and up. You I know? want to throw a sweatpants party, <laughs> uh, sweatpants and a hoodie party. Like you can't wear nothing but sweats. Like I don't want to see no blue jeans. I don't want to see no bitches with no skirts, no summer dresses. Yeah, see sweatpants party. Nope. <laughs> like at some point, me as your friend steps in and says, "Nope, we're not doing that." 
Come on, man. That's, uh, It'll be great. I'm, 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 you know, supposed to be trying to help out here, not, not, not encourage. And they'd be like lazy as fuck. We'll have like beanbag chairs and lazy boys, <laughs> right? <laughs> Come on, dog. You know no. what I think we should do, man? What's that? You ever seen the other guys? Yeah. We should just do the whole thing with Samuel Jackson and The Rock. We should just go up the top of a building. Uh-huh. And it'd be like, yo, aim for the bushes. Like, aim for the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> just jump. <laughs> yep. Well, we'll end this episode on that note, right? Yeah. No. I need to be cheered up, man. I, I really feel uncheered. Go to a strip joint in the middle of coronavirus. If yeah, you don't, right. If you don't catch anything, then you're meant to live. If you catch something, then you're already on the way down. We ain't got no nice strip joints around here, man. Nobody want to see Rebecca. <laughs> Either Rebecca or some Russian chick. Yeah. Yeah. These damn white strip clubs. All right. Funny story about uh-huh. strip club. So I remember, like, I used to play with this uh, this band at, like, a Wild Wings, like, years ago. And um, one, of the, one of the nights we was there, it was my birthday. The guy was like, oh, happy birthday, preach. And my homeboy was in the building. Matter of fact, you know who it was? It was, um, what's his name? Iggy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No shit. All right. So he was like, it's your birthday today? I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, brother. I'm going to take you to a strip club. I was like, word. He's like, yeah. So I said, yo, man, Iggy, you take me to a strip club. How much you going to spend? He's like, I don't know, like 50 bucks on you? I said, word. Instead of taking me to a strip club, why don't you spend 50 bucks going to a grocery store? Right. <laughs> Give me $15 worth of groceries. Yo, get, get, my, get my fridge full. Dog, he was like, he looked so fucking disappointed. He was like... All right. <laughs> did he? Yeah, did he? he did it. Yeah, it was a bylaw right by that sand. It was 24 hours. We walked to that motherfucking bylaw. I got $50 worth of groceries. I said, thanks. He was like, uh, okay. Like, <laughs> yo, he was so, he was so like over it. I mean, but, I, yeah. I get it, but I get it on both sides. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right. Yeah. yeah. Priorities. Man, I needed that shit. Woo, buddy. I needed that shit. Nah. Damn. Also needed that money from the gig tomorrow, but that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And that's not going to happen. I mean, I guess, you know, I want to live and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm saying, like, I get it. Like, I'm not mad, you know, but still. Oh, it's still recording. Anyway. <laughs> I think I think that I think that Corona Extra definitely oh. has not helped. Well, I got to give you a secret. Before the Corona Extra today, I had a meeting today, and I had about... Ten bourbon gingers. Ten. I'm kidding. It's like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you would have been more jolly when I got here. No, I had quite a few. Yeah, no I doubt, man. No few. doubt. Yeah. No doubt. But you know, my piss gonna look like champagne. <laughs> <laughs> sparkling, sparkling. Oh, like, like apple cider. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. Yeah. yeah. I. I think. I think for the for the for the sheer fact that this week has been you it's, know it's been, it's been shit, yo. Yeah, it's been shit. It's been shit yeah. You know. Um it's only fucking March, but this year has been already one for the for the ages mm-hmm. of being of of just a fucked up, throw it away, let's start over type of year. Mm-hmm. So in fairness, I think that our tone and the tone of the where the podcast has gone in this episode, man, it's like it's actually part of the course for just how shitty things have been in general, man. Like, you know, this coronavirus shit is literally just like the latest thing, but it's not the only thing. 
it's just it's already been an exhausting year, man. Yeah, it's it's been a lot. I think uh I mean, I feel tired. You yeah, know what I mean? Okay. Like I feel I feel mentally exhausted with everything that's been going on, man. Maybe I should take like a melatonin and just go to sleep. Dog, I mean, you'll wake up feeling better tomorrow until you open up your fucking phone, you know? Nah. But maybe I should just delete, like, damn it, I got to write a column tonight. Um, <laughs> maybe I should delete, like, like Instagram and shit off my phone Yo, for get, a few days. Get off of social media for, for a week. You'll feel a lot better. You know what? I think I'm going to do that. It'll help, man. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this. Like, all day long I've been working on projects. Yeah. But while I've been working on projects, you know, because I got to work on a computer, I'm either looking through social media on my computer or on, or on the phone. So all day long all I've done is literally just work on projects and then in between here and there keep track of all this shit with this coronavirus thing, man. And, like, yo, <sighs> yesterday was bad enough. Mm-hmm. Today, by the end of the day, my anxiety had risen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm keeping a level head about this. I don't think it's as, as, as the worst type of panic that a lot of people are jumping to, but I am taking it serious. You know what I'm saying? And then seeing, like, a lot of the actual facts developing as it goes, it puts you in a place that is just like, yo, like, this is getting worse as it goes. Like, Man. what the fuck am I supposed to do? What are you going to do for, for your closed ones? That type of shit. And it was... Uh, like keeping up with all the news throughout the day, man. Like it starts wearing you down because there's a consistent, consistent flow of of bad news all fucking day long, man. Yeah, I, I think I might have to start kicking people out of the record store. Like there's these kids that come to the store. These like bratty ass like white kids that come in and they buy like DVDs, but they're just obnoxious as shit. And it was just one day. Maybe like, I don't know, maybe a few weeks ago, the kid was just like coughing loud as fuck. He was coughing loud as fuck. And I thought he was trying to be funny because they're right. assholes like that. Right, right, right. But like now, if that kid is in there nah, this man. weekend, nope. I'm kicking Get him out. out. Yep. Yo, like small spaces that are going to allow for a relative crowd that's going to pack the place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. I, like right now, you can't take chances, man. Like, keep a bottle of fucking um, Lysol or whatever and spray him on the way out. Yeah, man. I'm going to be like, put a sign on the door. If you're over 60, do not come in here. <laughs> it's like, like what, 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 you, what CD you going to buy? What album you going to buy? You don't want no shit. Just, just go. <laughs> like, there's an old guy. And I'm going to tell you this story, and I think this will be the best way to dismount. Did I ever tell you about the old 80-something-year-old guy named Vernon? Vernon. No. So when I first started working there, this guy, I think he's like, I don't know, 88 years old. And he walks to the store every day. And he seems like this really, really, really like sweet, nice old man, right? He's always talking about the Bible and stuff like that. And he always, hey, how you doing? And blah, blah. Like he sounds like that or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And um, And when I first started working there, it was like, Christmas time was coming. I was like, you know what we should do? I'm saying to my coworkers, I said, yo, he always goes to Chick-fil-A. Let's go get him a Chick-fil-A biscuit. Like, I get him, like, a gift card or whatever. Everybody ignored me. And I was like, man, fuck this shit. I'm going to get him a Chick-fil-A card. So Christmas time comes around. I get him a Chick-fil-A card. Um, and, um, and it was, like, five bucks. And I claimed that the whole store got it for him. He was just like, oh, 
it's like a gift from heaven. And I'm like, wow, I feel great. I feel like I did something very nice for some old guy. You know, he's going to really appreciate it. Until I started realizing that this customer was doing very, very, very weird things. And I'm going to see if I can find these pictures this motherfucker had in here. Okay. So he would um, come in on a regular basis. and He would buy these DVDs that were like children's DVDs, like something called like, I don't know. I already don't like where the story dog. is going. It's, it's, it's the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. So he, he always get these like kids DVDs that has these little kids on it. And I'm like, why? Why is he buying these? Like, it's just, it just doesn't feel right, right? So, I start like asking more and more questions about the guy. Coworkers are telling me that like years ago he bought like a DVD of the movie My Girl, uh-huh. and the little girl whose face is on the cover. Uh-huh. They said that he tried to bring the DVD back. He cuts her face out. What the fuck? Cuts her face out of it. And he basically was just like, he was saying like something like, uh. I don't know if he's, he says it's tempted or something, but he gets frustrated and he wants to get rid of the DVD. So I don't know if the young girls are making him feel something, you know. So so he would buy these kids DVDs and he'll bring them back every time and then try to buy them over again. And I'm like, why? Well, none of this makes any sense. And I start right. saying, this old guy, he seems like a sweet old guy. He claims that he was married. He claims he has kids. Nobody visits him. So this is one day. Mm-hmm. He comes to the store, and he's like, I drew some stuff on these napkins. Could y'all throw them away for me? And I'm like, sure. Uh-huh. Check a look. Man. So he drew this chick right here. This is like, all right, so this is like when one of the hurricanes is coming. All right, look at this. And he, like, writes notes. He's like, get off the beach, people, now. <laughs> but then he has... This is supposed to be his wife. Wow. Okay. Very chesty. Very. Then there's another one. There's another one. Very chesty. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo. 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 And it just keeps going. Yeah. And then he write another one about the hurricane. And he's like, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I don't know what to make of it. Man, but I, but I have a reason to kick Vernon out of the record store because he's like 80-something years old, and I'm sure he's carrying something. But the funny thing is, I don't care if it's 100 degrees outside. He's wearing gloves. He wears like big, thick fucking gloves like it's freezing every single time. Yep. I mean, old people do get cold, but, you know, it is South Carolina. It gets fucking hot. I don't know. I hope you got your uh, gift card back. Nah. I basically bought a creepy old man a biscuit. You fed a pervert for another fucking day, man. <laughs> yep, that's what I did. Um, but I didn't know. I mean, shit. Nah, of course. Uh, Somebody, I saw, I saw another meme earlier today where it was, um, you know, things are so bad. I should just buy like five or six Popeyes uh, biscuits with no water <laughs> and lock the door and call it and just say it's over. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that's exactly how we all feel right about now. You want to go to Popeyes? Popeyes. I want chicken sandwich. Do I? Maybe. I don't know. This ain't going nowhere anywhere good. I sound sad and depressed. And having a story about an old 80-year-old pervert in the podcast seems to be about the energy of the day. <laughs>
So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Delonis Drunk Podcast. Maybe this is the last episode. I don't know. Maybe we'll be alive next week. Who knows? Um, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I'm feel like Rudy Gobert. Like this is gonna be the last thing I ever record. Niggas gonna be like, he shouldn't have been playing. <laughs> oh, because if I get Corona, if Robitussin don't cure it, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Robitussin and fucking uh, ginger ale. Ginger ale. Yeah, and I'm gonna put some vapor rub. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Vapor. yeah, yeah. Yo, <laughs> it's like you gonna sit in your fucking granny house eat crackers. Oh, like, why do you, why do you smell like eucalyptus? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, all right. It's the Longest Run Podcast. I got my name, Priest Jacobs. You can find me at all social media stuff at Priest Jacobs. Where can people find you? Dre Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Infidel underscore Castro underscore X. Uh, we'll be back next week, and uh, you know, He's so we're, we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be alive and without you know uh, sweatpants in the wardrobe. So it'll be better. It'll be I'm, better. I'm not making any promises. This is the Lonely Strong Podcast. I hate everybody and everything. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>